this, R5? It looks like we got a transmission coming in. Hello, Lieutenant. Two quick things about the podcast you're about to hear before you jump into hyperspace. First, beware of spoilers on the path ahead. The Star Wars Expanded Universe primer doesn't cover everything, but what it does cover, it may spoil. There's no punches pulled here. And second, this podcast is a non-profit fan production produced for the enjoyment and use of the fans. It's an educational resource, and all rights to the Star Wars saga are retained by Lucasfilm and their proper parties. No infringing claims are intended here. With those two facts in mind, enjoy the show and the journey ahead. You heard the man, R5. On with the show. The Star Wars saga is a vast space fantasy that spans the rise and fall of powers and principalities over the course of over 36,000 years. Luckily, newcomers to the saga's official continuity do not need to know every aspect of this long and varied history. Instead, a general knowledge of a series of key events can help a new reader get off on the right foot without being too confused by the scope of it all. Thus, for your listening and learning pleasure, Nathan P. Butler, creator of the Star Wars Timeline Gold, now presents a Star Wars Expanded Universe Saga Primer for new Star Wars fans and those just new to the Expanded Universe. Join us as we recap the story so far in a galaxy far, far away. Part 1. Before the Prequel Era a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. 36,453 through 25,053 years before A New Hope. The Star Wars saga can be said to begin in storytelling terms in the year 36,453 BBY. BBY refers to Before the Battle of Yavin, which is an event seen in the 1977 Star Wars film that we refer to these days as Episode 4, or A New Hope. Thus, the tale actually begins nearly 36,500 years before the Star Wars film that saw Luke Skywalker destroy the first Death Star, which is our point of reference. 36,453 years before A New Hope, Mysterious space vessels known as Tho-Yor travel to several planets in the galaxy, gathering up beings who can sense the mystical energy field known as the Force. They are brought together in the Star Wars galaxy's deep core, where they converge on a planet called Tython, which is unique in that its environment is highly attuned to the Force and changes based on the use of the Force on the planet, which must be kept in balance to avoid disaster. On Tython, these beings of various species study the Force and become a new mystic order called the Jedi, the ancestors of the Jedi Order we are more familiar with. They understand the two sides of the Force, the light side and the dark side, which they refer to as Ashla and Bogan, identifying each side with one of Tython's two moons. Their focus, however, is not on the light side or dark side, but to the idea of balance between them, in fact, the name Jedi actually means mystic center. 
Within a thousand years, the Jedi and their descendants populate Tython, then see their descendants who cannot touch the Force expand outward to the other planets of the Tython system, so as not to unwittingly put Tython out of balance. The Jedi are called into action during the so-called Despot War, which is sparked by a powerful crime lord on a neighboring planet 25,805 years before A New Hope. But their greatest test comes 12 years later. You see, while the Jedi have been living in the Tython system, they have sent out sleeper ships. But they have seen no starships enter the Tython system since their original arrival on the Thoyor ships. They have been an isolated region. While they were isolated, however, a powerful new empire has risen in part of the galaxy, about 1500 years after they settled on Tython. This new power is the Infinite Empire of the Rakatans, who utilize the dark side of the Force to power their starships and weapons, including the predecessor to the lightsaber, the Force Saber, which requires the dark side to be activated. Twelve years after the Despot War, a Rakatan warlord sends one of his agents, the so-called Force Hound named Zesh, on a mission to seek out a world powerful in the Force that has been sensed, Tython. Zesh is the first visitor Tython sees since the Thoyor ship's arrival, and his chaotic arrival in an escape pod and his dark side affinity send Tython into upheaval. Even as a group of young Jedi find and confront Zesh, other Jedi must try to bring Tython back into balance. When the incident has passed, Zesh has a chance at a new start with the Jedi, but his imbalance toward the dark side requires that he be sent to the moon of Boggan to meditate on the light side, a side of the Force that he has never truly known. Thus begins the Dawn of the Jedi comic series, which continues to expand both in comic and novel form. Little is known of how it will play out, but one thing that is known is that a conflict known as the Force War is coming, which will see the Jedi finally branch out into the broader galaxy as the Jedi Order. Meanwhile, in the outside galaxy, other powers, such as the Empire of the oft-forgotten Zim the Despot, have risen and fallen. By 25,200 years before A New Hope, the Rakatan Empire has faced civil war and a plague finally falling as well. This sets the stage for the birth of the Republic. 25,053 through 24,500 years before A New Hope. Approximately 800 years after the Force War, Almost 200 years after the fall of the Rakatans, and 47 years after the fall of Zim the Despot, Corellians and other cultures are able to reverse-engineer the hyperdrive technology of the Rakatans to use with their own starships. This purported invention, or more accurately, reinvention, of the hyperdrive bridges the gaps between planets and star systems. Numerous planets come together for a common economic and political purpose, creating the Republic, or Old Republic as it might be called. While there had been great empires in the galaxy far, far away before, the Republic is something new, democratic, and therefore extraordinary. The Republic brings with it a galactic standard language, basic, a galactic capital planet, Coruscant, and much more. The Republic is ruled by a galactic senate, Congress, with a supreme chancellor, president. Approximately five centuries after the founding of the Old Republic, the Jedi Order, which has since become a peacekeeping group on behalf of the Republic in many respects, undergoes what becomes known as the First Great Schism, when a Jedi Knight named Zendor seeks to study other Force traditions and other aspects of the Force than simply the light side dogma of the Jedi. He and his lover, Arden Lin, 
break from the Jedi Order, forming a new school at Latau. Their followers, seen as falling to the dark side, become the legions of Latau. They soon engage the Jedi in a war. The legions are defeated, and those Jedi who study dark side techniques begin to hide their studies over coming centuries. Zendor has been killed, while Arden Lin is in suspended animation until four years before A New Hope, when she is reanimated and becomes an agent of the Emperor that we see in the Star Wars films. Seven thousand three, through six thousand nine hundred years before A New Hope. Eventually, about eighteen thousand years after the founding of the Republic and the First Great Schism, a group of Jedi who have been studying the dark side in secret breaks from the Jedi Order. They declare themselves independent and go into hiding to continue studying the dark side without persecution. This comes to be known as the Second Great Schism. Three years later, that group of Dark Jedi engage the Jedi Order in what comes to be known as the Hundred Year Darkness, a war that lasts a full century. In the end, the Light Jedi defeat the Dark Jedi, and the Dark Jedi are banished. Those Dark Jedi, now known as the Exiles, unbeknownst to the Republic, enter the so-called Unknown Regions, where they come upon a race of beings known as the Sith. They take over the Sith species and work with them to forge the Sith Empire. These Dark Jedi use both the dark side of the Force and Force-born Sith magic to rule over the alien species as the, quote, Dark Lords of the Sith, with one reigning Dark Lord being in supreme power at any given time. Meanwhile, the Jedi Order and the Republic continue to grow. Five thousand through four thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine years before A New Hope. Twenty millennia after the founding of the Republic, a Dark Lord of the Sith named Naga Sadao vies for power with another Dark Lord named Ludo Kresh. In order to solidify his power, Sadao uses the chance arrival of errant hyperspace explorers Gav and Jory Daragon to discover the location of the Republic. He then launches the Sith Empire into an invasion of the Republic, which will later be known as the Great Hyperspace War. In the end, though, the Sith Empire's forces are defeated and broken. The Sith Empire begins to collapse. Meanwhile, Nagasadao hides out on the fourth moon of the planet Yavin, where he builds massive temples, and the Sith that remain there will come to evolve into the Masasi race. Yes, that's Yavin 4, the same jungle moon where the rebel base is located in A New Hope. These events are covered in two story arcs of the Old Republic comic book series known as Tales of the Jedi, the Golden Age of the Sith, and the Fall of the Sith Empire. Unbeknownst to the Old Republic, the Sith Empire would begin to resurrect itself from defeat nearly a century after their loss in the Great Hyperspace War. Under a Dark Council, a dark side version of the Jedi Order's so-called Jedi Council or Jedi High Council, and a new Dark Emperor, the Sith Empire would build its strength in secret, ready to strike again. Meanwhile, two Sith ships from the final days of the Great Hyperspace War have their own destinies. The Sith starship Harbinger is damaged when attempting to jump to hyperspace and finds itself experiencing time dilation, finally emerging from hyperspace over 40 years after A New Hope, where the battle between its Sith Lord Captain and his former Jedi Master will finally conclude. A small group of Sith aboard the Sith starship Omen which crashed on the planet Kesh after the same accident that damaged the Harbinger, 
would begin to merge with the local Keshiri to create a new Sith culture on Kesh, isolated from the rest of the galaxy for over five millennia. They will come to be known as the Lost Tribe of the Sith, whose backstory is explored in the millennia-spanning Lost Tribe of the Sith ebook, anthology, and comic series. Four thousand through three thousand nine hundred years before a new hope. Approximately one thousand years after the Great Hyperspace War, the Tales of the Jedi saga continues as the Republic enters a period of numerous conflicts, one after another. A group of Jedi, Ulit Keldroma, K. Keldroma, and Tot Donita, is sent to the planet Onderon to aid in the so-called Beast Wars of Onderon. They discover that the King and Queen are dark side force users under the influence of the spirit of ancient Sith Lord Freedon Nad, whose remains are on the planet. The Jedi are aided by their master, Arka Jeth, and the planet is freed from this dark side grip. They even help end an uprising by a group of darksiders calling themselves Nadists in the Freedon Nad uprising. This, though, is only the beginning. In the wake of the Freedon Nad uprising, Satal and Alima Kito, Two young, power-hungry individuals, keen on gaining power through the use of forbidden dark side Sith magic, which they discovered information about thanks to Onderon's dark side-laden past, create a group known as the Krath to take over their homeworld. Their group is, in essence, a dark side cult. Meanwhile, a Jedi Padawan, apprentice, named Exar Kun, strays too close to the dark side for his own good eventually being led by the spirit of Freed and Nad to the Sith burial world of Korriban, where he falls to the dark side. Kun returns to the Empress Tita system, where he usurps leadership of the Krath, even as Ulit Keldroma infiltrates the Krath, against the Jedi Order's better judgment, hoping to end their threat from the inside. As Ulit falls toward the dark side, doing far too many dark deeds to justify his supposed ends, Kun comes to the fore. Finally, the spirit of the deceased Dark Lord of the Sith, Marco Ragnos, appears to them both, dubbing Exar Kun as the new Dark Lord of the Sith, and Ulic as his Sith apprentice. Together, the two will become known as the Dark Lords of the Sith. This is a change from the earlier use of the term to refer to the Dark Jedi who ruled the Sith species, but the legacy continues. This is a sort of second order of Dark Lords, or perhaps an extension of the Sith Empire's Dark Lords. This distinction will become somewhat important later. Together, Exar Kun and Ulit Keldroma wreak havoc on the Republic, killing many Jedi and instigating what comes to be known as the Sith War. In the end, though, Ulit is defeated and blinded to the Force by the woman he loved, fellow Jedi Nomi Sunrider. As for Exar Kun, his spirit is trapped within the Masasi or Sith temples of Yavin 4 for millennia to come. In the aftermath, Ulic eventually finds redemption ten years later by training Nomi's daughter, Vima Sunrider, in Jedi philosophies, but he is soon killed by a glory-seeking pilot and dies in Nomi's arms, fading into the Force. The conflicts of this era continue ten years after Ulic's redemption in The Last Tales of the Jedi story, when Mandalorians, a warrior culture, begin waging war on non-Republic planets. The Jedi Order does not intend to join in battling the Mandalorians, despite the growing threat to the Republic itself. However, after 12 years of Mandalorian aggression that has moved from non-Republic worlds into the Outer Rim worlds of the Republic, slowly threatening the rest of the Republic, a group of Jedi, led by the so-called Revanchist, and including a Jedi named Alec Squingargesimus, Squint, breaks with the Jedi High Council's instructions and takes the fight to the Mandalorians anyway, being branded as a sort of rogue faction of the Jedi Order. During this era, 
a group of Jedi seers, those who use the Force to see the future, called the Jedi Covenant, brought together by Lady Krinda Dre in order to prevent another conflict like the recent Sith War against Exar Kun and Ulic Keldroma, has visions of the impending return of the Sith. This group of seers, led by Krinda's non-seer Jedi Master's son, Lucian Dre, believe these new Sith will somehow come from their own group of Padawans. To stop this from happening, they kill all of the Padawans, except for Lucian's Padawan, Zane Carrick, who escapes. Alongside loyal allies, Zane evades capture and eventually finds himself drawn into deeper and deeper plots by the Jedi Covenant. He soon realizes that the Covenant is corrupt. After nearly a year on the run, beginning 22 years after Tales of the Jedi Redemption in the pages of the Knights of the Old Republic comic book series, Zane comes into contact with the Jedi agent of the Covenant, Celeste Morn. Morn has been sent to recover an ancient artifact from the Sith Empire known as the Mirror Talisman. The Talisman holds the Sith spirit of long-dead Sith Lord Karnas Murr, and has the power to transform those who are not Force-sensitive, like Jedi, Sith, etc., into beasts known as Rake Ghouls, which can also then spread their number by infectious bites. In a sense, the Talisman has the power to create a great army of monsters, and it's about to fall into Mandalorian hands when Zane assists Celeste in saving it from their control. Unfortunately, Celeste must become host to the Mur Talisman, making her too dangerous to run wild. Instead, she enters a Sith stasis chamber in hopes of being revived soon when help can be found. When the battle against the Mandalorians leaves her buried in ice, Zane is forced to leave her, intending to use the knowledge she provided about the Covenant to bring them down. He finally does so, uncovering a secret plot by the Covenant's supposed servant, Hazen, who has been attempting to bring down the Jedi Order and rule the galaxy as a hybrid of Jedi and Sith philosophy. Zane saves the day, and clears his name, but he chooses not to return to the Jedi Order, instead going into business with his allies. The tale of Celeste Morn will continue millennia later as part of one of the few Star Wars comic book crossovers ever, the so-called Vector storyline. Zane and his allies then begin a personal journey, which reveals his ally Jeriel as the genetically engineered product of a failed experiment by the Mandalorian mad scientist Demigol, aka Antos Wirik, to create Force-using soldiers. The Knights of the Old Republic comic book series ends as each of the journey's heroes find their own calling, and Zane and Jeriel finally begin a long foreshadowed relationship. They will continue to forge forward in the end cap Knights of the Old Republic War comic miniseries that sees Zane battle Jedi who have joined the Mandalorians, then, once that threat is passed, return to Republic service as an advisor in the war against the Mandalorians. It seems that his service is not yet at an end. Meanwhile, though, one of their allies, Alec Squint Squingargesimus, is forced to alter his appearance and takes on a new identity as he fights alongside rogue Jedi in the Revanchist forces. He becomes known as Malak and finds himself on the front lines in a leadership role when the Revanchist finally gains the Jedi Order's support for fighting the Mandalorians, after the Mandalorians' decimation of an entire world, Cathar, becomes known. The Revanchist, from then forward, takes the name Revan and wears the mask of the single Mandalorian who died trying to stop his comrades from killing so many on Cathar. The Mandalorian War finally ends with the Battle of Malachor V. The battle is so terrible that it leaves a rift in the Force. One follower of Revan, Mitra Surik, feels this rift so profoundly and finds her own abilities to forge Force bonds to be so dangerous 
since she could drive people to follow her to their doom, among other things, that she cuts herself off from the Force and returns to the Jedi Council for punishment, the only one of Revan's followers to do so. She finds herself banished from the Jedi Order and the Republic. She comes to be known as the Exile, not to be confused with the plural exiles who form the Sith Empire. Meanwhile, the war has driven the Jedi who fought in it far too close to the dark side. Revan, formerly the Revanchist, and Malak, formerly Alec or Squint, now essentially Revan's apprentice, take a third of the Republic's fleet and disappear into the Unknown Regions, only to discover the ancient Sith Empire, building its power after its defeat in the Great Hyperspace War. The Sith Empire's Dark Emperor, Lord Vichiet, a Sith Lord who has used a dark side ritual to suck up others' life energy and render himself virtually immortal, twists their minds, turning them to the dark side and sending them back to the Republic. The Emperor's plan is that they will test the Republic and report back to determine if the Republic is in a position to fall to the Sith Empire if the Sith were to invade. However, Revan and Malak, now Darth Revan and Darth Malak, are able to shake off the Emperor's mind control. They remain Dark Lords of the Sith, having fallen to the dark side, but they consider their actions their own, not part of some broader scheme. They seek out the power of an ancient force-powered shipbuilding space station known as the Star Forge, left over from the ancient Infinite Empire ruled by the Rakatan race that once terraformed many worlds in the galaxy, including Tatooine, and had created the early force-powered form of hyperdrive that was backward engineered by the Corellians and others. They craft a new Sith Starfleet and use its power for themselves to create a new faction in the galaxy. They forge the remnants of various Sith cults on worlds like Korriban into a new Sith Empire, a political and military entity to be reckoned with. Very soon, the new Sith force strikes against the Republic, beginning what comes to be known as the Jedi Civil War, or the War of the Star Forge. Two years into the Jedi Civil War, a Jedi Knight named Bastilla Shan is able to get aboard Revan's starship amid a major battle. When Malak turns on his master, intending on assuming power, and attacks Revan's ship with his own, Bastilla uses the confusion to strike at Revan. All believe that Revan has been killed, as Darth Malak ascends to control the Sith forces, taking a new apprentice, Darth Bandon. Thus begins the Knights of the Old Republic video game series, not to be confused with the preceding comic book series that covered the Avengers of Zane Carrick. Dated 3,956 through 3,955 years prior to the events of the first Star Wars film. Star Wars Episode IV, A New Hope, released in 1977. In reality, Revan has been captured and his mind erased by the Jedi. The Jedi intend to use Revan in a hunt for the source of the Sith forces now led by Darth Malak. Following vague memories, believed to be visions, in this mind-wiped Revan, a group of heroes led by Bastilla and the amnesiac Revan discover the Star Forge. Their adventure also reveals Revan's true identity, but it doesn't stop Revan and his partners from striking against Darth Malak. Finally, after Bandon is killed, Malak takes Bastilla and tries to twist her to the dark side. Revan is able to save her from her fall from grace, then takes on Darth Malak aboard the Star Forge. Revan slays Malak just as a Republic strike force arrives. The Star Forge is destroyed, and the day is won. Revan, now a hero, is praised by the Republic, but he chooses to follow a series of disturbing clues and partial memories into the Unknown Regions. There, he discovers the truth about his journey with Malak to the Sith Empire and how the Dark Emperor twisted his mind, but he is captured. Back in the Republic, Bastilla, now Revan's wife and pregnant with his child, can only wait and hope for his eventual return. Five years after the Jedi Civil War, 
In the second Knights of the Old Republic video game entitled The Sith Lords, the exiled Jedi, Mitra Sirik, who blinded herself to the Force after Malachor V, emerges on the scene again. The remnants of Darth Malak's Sith Empire have survived his defeat, and now exist under the rule of Darth Nihilus, a being twisted by the darkness of the Rend in the Force at Malachor V, and Darth Sion, a being held together by sheer dark side force of will. The Sith are again striking against the Republic, but the Jedi Order is no longer there to help. The Jedi Order has disbanded and gone underground in the wake of the Jedi Civil War, and only a few remain. It is up to Mitra and her growing group of allies to make contact with the various surviving Jedi Council members in hopes of bringing the Jedi Order back together to counter the Sith threat. Mitra manages to do so, but the Jedi Council members are killed by Mitra's mentor, a woman named Kriya, who is revealed to be the former Jedi Master of Revan, who is now Darth Treya. Even Mitra's possible ally, another Jedi Council member, Atris, is corrupted by the dark side by her desire for power. It is up to Mitra and her allies to take on the Sith. They do so, destroying Nihilus aboard the starship Ravager and heading for Malachor V, where a new Sith Academy has been created. Once there, Mitra defeats Sion in combat and faces off with her former mentor. Kriya slash Treya is defeated, and Malachor V is destroyed for good. But Mitra learns that her Force Bond abilities and her attunement to the destruction on Malachor V during the Mandalorian War make her extremely dangerous. In the wake of this conflict, which comes to be known as the Sith Civil War, the era of the old Sith Wars is over. Or so the Jedi wanted to believe. The Jedi Order comes together again, and the Republic begins to heal. As for Mitra, she and T3M4, Revan's droid, follow clues with Bastilla's blessing to the Sith Empire where Revan remains held captive. With the help of a Sith Lord named Darth Scourge, Mitra frees Revan, and the three of them face off with the Dark Emperor. Scourge is defeated, but pretends to still be loyal. He becomes an even more powerful Sith warrior. Mitra is killed, but her essence remains with Revan, who is recaptured and tortured for centuries to come, helped along the way by Mitra's essence. For his part, he has at least delayed the Emperor's attack on the Republic, giving the Republic a chance to heal from the Jedi and Sith Civil Wars. This adventure into Sith space and the background of Revan leaving after the Knights of the Old Republic video game are covered in the novel The Old Republic, Revan. 3,800 to 3,600 years before A New Hope. 270 years after the end of the Sith Civil War, the Sith Empire, which has been building its power in secret, emerges again and strikes the Old Republic. This instigates the Great Galactic War, which rages for 28 years until a devastating betrayal in 3653 BBY. That is, 3653 years before the Battle of Yavin, as seen in A New Hope, using the standard in-universe calendar convention. Using the pretense of a peace conference on Alderaan to end the war, the Sith lure the Republic into a false sense of security and attack Coruscant, holding the Senate hostage while killing the Supreme Chancellor, President, on Alderaan. They force the Republic and Jedi Order to agree to terms that are highly unfavorable, and the galaxy becomes split, part ruled by those who might be considered to be on the light side of the Force, and part controlled by servants of the dark side. In the wake of this so-called Treaty of Coruscant, the Jedi Order retreats to their ancient homeworld of Tython, recently rediscovered by Jedi Knight Satil Shan, a descendant of Bastilla Shan, to meditate and determine where to go from here. 
The tale of the betrayal surrounding the Treaty of Coruscant is told in the comic series The Old Republic Threat of Peace, and the second novel from this era, Deceived, while a subsequent threat of self-replicating super droids is addressed by Satil Shan, by then the youngest Grand Master of the Jedi Order, and surprising allies from amongst the Sith in the first The Old Republic tie-in novel, Fatal Alliance. The years of conflict that ensue when the Sith and Jedi once again clash, shortly after Fatal Alliance, leading to the downfall of the Sith Empire, are covered in the Star Wars massively multiplayer online role-playing game, MMORPG, entitled The Old Republic, minus the Knights of terminology of the previous two major storylines. Further tie-in stories, such as The Old Republic, The Lost Sons, a comic storyline, and Annihilation, a tie-in novel, both of which feature Satil Shan's son, Theron Shan, also expand this era. Finally, with the end of The Old Republic's storyline, we believe that the old Sith Wars are over, and Star Wars continuity takes a leap ahead into the era of the new Sith Wars. <laughs> 2000 through 1000 years before A New Hope. Over one and a half millennia after the end of the era of the most recent incarnation of a Sith Empire in the wake of the Great Galactic War, a new schism occurs within the Jedi Order. At this time, a dark Jedi named Phanius breaks away from the Jedi Order, calling himself Darth Ruin and taking others with him. They form a new Sith Order using the title of Darth, as Revan and Malak and others had done. This new Sith, as some call them later, wage war on the Jedi and the Republic, but also fight amongst themselves. 934 years after the formation of these new Sith, during a time when Sith-controlled space has been cut off from the Republic and developed into numerous Sith kingdoms in conflict with each other, a Sith woman named Vilia Kalimondra gains great power and territory through a series of marriages that produce seven children. In order for Vilia, known as the Dowager or the Widow, to determine which of her children will be her true heir, and to keep them from joining together to destroy her to take their inheritance by force, she institutes the Charge Matriga. The first Charge Matriga, as it's later known, pits her seven children against each other. The one who expands his or her holdings to the greatest extent will be her heir. This begins as conflict with others to simply outdo each other, but direct warfare begins between the challenged generation when one of Vilia's daughters, Zelian, declares war on one of her sons, Chagras. Eventually, Chagras emerges victorious, but Vilia is not yet ready to give up her own power, nor to die and leave her holdings to Chagras. Chagras is killed, perhaps by Vilia, perhaps by his own daughter, Arcadia Calavandra, leaving another generation of Sith, Vilia's grandchildren, to compete for her inheritance all over again in the second Charge Matrica, 26 years after the first one began. The contenders include, among others, Zellian's rival sons, Daemon and Odeon, Chagras's aforementioned daughter, Arcadia, and Chagras's unusual twins, Dromica and Quillen. Into this contentious region of space comes recently promoted Jedi Knight, Kara Holt, whose Jedi Master had been leading missions into Sith space to try to do some good for the people there. When Kara's first mission with the team goes wrong, she is left alone in Sith territory, attempting to battle the Sith Lords in adventures seen in the Knight Errant novel and comic book series. 1,000 years after the formation of the new Sith, 32 years after Kara Holt's adventures in Sith space begin, the infighting and warfare amongst the Sith finally leads the remaining Sith, merged into the Brotherhood of Darkness under Lord Khan, 
into direct confrontation with the Army of Light under Jedi Master Lord Hoth. At the climactic Battle of Rusan, covered in the comic book series Jedi vs. Sith and the novel Darth Bane Path of Destruction, the Sith stage a surprise strike, unleashing a thought bomb that traps the spirits of all the Jedi and Sith present in the so-called Valley of the Jedi. Only the unorthodox Sith known as Darth Bane manages to escape, having manipulated Khan into the destruction of the rest of the Sith to begin with. In the battle's aftermath, Bane institutes a policy similar to that of the Kun and Keldroma, or Revan and Malak era, of only allowing there to be two Dark Lords of the Sith at a time, one as Master and one as Apprentice. The tale of Darth Bane and his apprentice, Darth Xana, in the wake of the Battle of Rusan, is covered in the subsequent Darth Bane novels, Rule of Two and Dynasty of Evil. This Sith Order will continue to work in secret for nearly 1,000 years, all the way up until the era of the prequel trilogy, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. Seven hundred thirty-eight years before A New Hope In the centuries immediately following the New Sith Wars, the Mandalorians built a strong power base upon reuniting under new leadership. In some senses, they were in better shape than the Republic, which had to pick up the pieces from the New Sith Wars. Eventually, tensions rise between the Mandalorians and the Republic again, and a new movement begins in Mandalorian space that urges the Mandalorian culture to simply join the Republic and avoid any possible confrontation. This faction is shouted down, and the Mandalorians stick to their independent warrior ways until 738 years before A New Hope, when the Republic takes action against growing Mandalorian power. In what comes to be known as the Mandalorian Excision, a Republic force coordinated by the Jedi Order strikes key Mandalorian planets, bombarding them from orbit. Huge portions of these planets, including Mandalore itself, are left devastated. For decades, the Republic occupies Mandalorian space and places the peacemaking faction that had been shouted down before the conflict in power on Mandalore. That faction goes so far as to renounce Mandalorian warrior culture in favor of a neutral, pacifist viewpoint. They become known as the New Mandalorians. Those who remain loyal to earlier Mandalorian culture and refuse to give up warrior lifestyles are banished from Mandalore to its moon, Concordia. They will become known as the self-proclaimed True Mandalorians. The New Mandalorians would remain in power on Mandalore until after the Clone Wars, but the True Mandalorians were not to be counted out yet. They still had a role to play in the centuries to come. The story continues in Part 2, available at StarWarsFanWorks.com. Prominent stories in this era include The Dawn of the Jedi comic and novel series, The Tales of the Jedi comic book series, The Lost Tribe of the Sith ebook, novel, and comic book series, The Knights of the Old Republic comic book and video game series, The Old Republic comic, novel, and video game series, The Knight Errant comic and novel series, The Darth Bane novel series, and the Jedi vs. Sith comic book series. 